want to talk to you tonight about discrediting the devil. You got it all right? Wow. That's what I'm talking about. Everybody say discrediting the devil. In Leviticus 26 and 14, the scripture said, But if you will not hearken unto me and will not do all these commandments. Everybody say all these commandments. And if you shall despise my statutes, or if your soul abhor my judgments so that you will not do all my commandments, but that you break my covenant, I also will do this unto you. I will even appoint over you terror, consumption, and the burning egg that shall consume the eyes and cause sorrow of heart. You shall sow your seed in vain, for your enemies shall eat it. And I will set my face against you. You shall be slain before your enemies. And they that hate you shall reign over you. You shall flee when none pursueth you. And if you will not yet for all this hearken unto me, then I will punish you seven times more for your sins. I will break the pride of your power. I will make your heaven as iron, your earth as brass, and your strength shall be spent in vain, for your land shall not yield her increase. Neither shall the trees of the land yield their fruits. And if you walk contrary unto me and will not hearken unto me, I will bring seven times more plagues upon you according to your sins. I will also send wild beasts among you which shall rob you of your children, destroy your cattle, and make you few in number, and your highways shall be desolate. And if you will not be reformed by me by these things, but will walk contrary unto me, then I will also walk contrary unto you and will punish you yet seven times for your sins. And I will bring a sword upon you that shall avenge the quarrel of my covenant. And when you are gathered together within your cities, I will send the pestilence among you. You shall be delivered into the hand of the enemy. And when I have broken the staff of your bread, ten women shall bake your bread in one oven, and they shall deliver you your bread again by weight, and you shall eat and not be satisfied. And if you will not for all this hearken unto me, but walk contrary unto me, then I will walk contrary unto you also in fury. And I, even I, will chastise you seven times for your sins. You shall eat the flesh of your sons and the flesh of your Daughters shall you eat, and I will destroy your high places and cut down your images and cast your carcasses upon the carcasses of your idols, and my soul shall abhor you. I could go on. I think you get the point. The Lord is, is serious about the distinction 
between the clean and the unclean. And he is serious about his covenantal agreement with his people. And pulling us out of the world and out of our sins, there is a distinct separation. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. So this is not bondage that we are a part of. This is safety that we are a part of. This is God's protection. We are, we are endeavoring to become like the Lord who is holy. Be holy for I am holy. This repetitive coming to church, coming to church, coming to prayer, seeking the Lord, reading a word, his word, and praying, fasting, being faithful, giving, paying tithes, all of these things. The way we dress, the way we talk, the people we associate with, it is not bondage, it is safety. It's protection. It is God pulling us away from his judgments. We are being separated from the very wrath of God. Now he is, of course, giving instruction to the children of Israel who are at some point in the future after the giving of this text, going to enter into the land of Canaan. And he is prefacing what they are going to experience with this so distinctive passage of Scripture that says, I will not put up with anything less than being all in. Total commitment, total faithfulness. I'm not going to accept any middle ground there because I have a deep hatred for the inhabitants of that land. The reason I have a hatred for it is because I have a hatred for sin and evil and perversion. Now, if we could just kind of think for just a moment and walk in our minds into the land of Canaan, into this this place these people were so deep into perversion and sin, full of idolatry, Canaanites and Perizzites and Hittites and Jebusites and Amalekites and Amorites and on down through that, all of these people. And they were people that worshipped many gods. They had idols. They had their trinkets made of wood and gold and silver these statues or these, these beings, these carved images. And he said, when you get into the land, I forbid you to worship any graven images. I forbid you to do it. You will not worship any other gods before me. You shall have no other gods before me. I will be the only God, and you shall not worship their graven images. Don't mix with them. Don't compromise with them. Don't intermingle with them. Don't intermarry with them. He's, he's making it really plain. 
And the reason is because those graven images and those carved images made of stone and wood, silver, and gold. Those were inanimate objects, but behind them were the spirits of devils. The land of Canaan was a land of devils, of evil. And the sins that they committed were not just committed for pleasure's sake, but they were committed because of their loyalty and their obedience to these devils that were behind the idols that they worshipped. You would think that it may be just kind of innocent if somebody were to make an idol that looked like this piece of furniture right here, what would be the harm and just kind of bowing down and say, oh, piece of iron. I just give you adoration and whatever. You, you would just think that, well, that person's lost his mind. But there were devils behind it. And the very images that they had and the very images they worshipped were the images of these invisible devils that were manifesting themselves through an inanimate object into the world. And so God had this plan of taking them into the land of Canaan so that he could tear all of that network down. He was pulling it all down and he was going to replace it with this holy institution that the nation of Israel would put into action. These precepts and these statutes, 613 of them to be exact, that they would abide by that would give them the instruction on how to, to remain separate from the lifestyles of the people of that land. And so the Lord was saying, I'm, I'm going to find a place in that land. I've already chosen it. I'm going to put my name there. I'm going to dwell among you. You're going to be my people. And I, I am going to manifest myself among you. Now, all you have to do is be obedient to me. If you're obedient to me, I'll give you perfect health. I will bless your going in and coming out. Uh, when you get in there, I'm going to give you houses that you haven't even swung a hammer to build. And wells that you never picked up a shovel to dig. And I'm going to give you vineyards that you didn't plant. And I'm going to bless you far beyond your furthest imagination. In other words, this wilderness trek that you're on right now is not, it's not the place that I called you to. Don't get comfortable here. This is the place to prepare you for that place. So that when I take you into this place of blessing. Now right now you're in a place of sustaining I'm making sure your shoes don't wear out. I'm making sure your clothes don't wear out. I'm making sure that you have manna every day. And I am going to take care of you. Follow the cloud and follow the fire. But there is coming a day when the manna will cease. And I will take you into a land of, of immeasurable, immeasurable blessing. And when you get there, don't forget how deeply my hatred is is for the sins of that land and the sins of that nation because I am replacing the satanic system there. 
I am unraveling the fabric of evil there. I am pulling up. I'm plucking up. I am pulling down. I am destroying everything that the devils of that land have built. And I am going to put my people in that land. And basically what he was saying is, I'm taking you into that land to discredit the devil. I am taking you into this place with me and you and I are going to conquer the land of Canaan together so that all the world, every heathen nation around the world will see it as a beacon of light and a beacon of hope and they will understand that you are the apple of my eye and that there are no devils and no evil That will possess that land anymore. He says it in Leviticus chapter 26 and verse 1. You shall make no idols nor graven image. Neither rear up a standing image. Neither rear up a standing image. Oh, I don't know, like St. Peter or like St. Paul or St. Thomas or St. this or St. that or or relics and... And even crosses and this don't don't have any graven or standing images. Neither shall you set up any image of stone in your land to bow down to it. For I am the Lord, your God. I am the Lord, your God. Aren't you thankful you know who the Lord is? Praise God. I've got a little challenge tonight because I didn't copy and paste my scriptures ahead of time. Should have had plenty of time, just didn't. In Leviticus chapter 17, verse 7, they shall no more offer their sacrifices unto devils after whom they have gone a whoring. This shall be a statute forever unto them throughout their generations. There shall no more offer their sacrifices unto devils. I'm about to shut down the worship system of the devils, is what he's saying. Now, there is is a, a certain mindset in the world of Christendom today that says that, you know, we just we just should have good church. Just come together and and have good church and Let's see how many goosebumps we can feel and, and uh, how, let's perfect our services and whatever. But, but that's not what the church is meant to be. This is a place of prayer. It is a house of prayer. This is a place of worship. But out there in the world is the worship of devils. And the Lord is not satisfied with the people of God having a tabernacle inside of the land of promise. If that was good enough with God, he'd have never said drive out the inhabitants of the land. This, us just having a tabernacle here at 2814 Mount Tabor Road or over in Louisville or, or over at Bridgepoint Elementary or wherever the next place is, is, is not God's intention for the church. God's intention for the church is to drive out the inhabitants of the land, which in our terms is driving out every spirit of the adversary. I know it's Thursday. (laughs) 
That means, that means that some idols have to come down. That means that once a church goes into a, a community, it is, it is not okay for the enemy to have his own houses of worship. And for there to be idols and graven images in, in that land. He said, when you go in there, I need you. I'm going to send hornets before you. And I, the Lord, will drive them out before you. But I need you to participate. Don't just incubate, incubate in the house of the Lord. But I need the people of God to be warriors. I need them to be mobile. I need them to understand uh, the hatred and the vehement disagreement that I have for the spirits of the communities that hold people in bondage. This is not bondage, this is safety. But the people of God are meant to drive out everything that the enemy has built in every community. So, so we don't have, we don't make any leagues with them. We don't make any compromises with them. Amen. The Lord is, it is not, it is, false religion is not okay. False teaching is not okay. Partial truth is not okay. Are you hearing me tonight? You need to hear this. 99% truth is not okay. A partial lie is a whole lie. Partial truth is a whole lie. If it's not the whole truth, then it's a lie. So it's, it's not okay just because people are nice and just because they seem to be good, good people that go to a church building or something that resembles a, a church building. Amen. The, the purpose of the church is for God to use us to discredit everything that the devil has built because the devil's an imitator. And most people have become, they feel disenchanted with the church and they have been disenfranchised of their liberty because there are false religions and false prophets and false teachers out there. And he says, I want to make sure that when you go into the land that you have no graven images in your houses and that you bow down to nothing that is false because I am the Lord your God. And I need you to go in and I need you to overturn Everything that the devils of that land have built. And I need you to shut down the debauchery and the perversion of that land. And I want that land to be holy because that's the place where I'm going to put my name. I'm not going to place my name upon a land that is perverted and full of evil. Where they worship devils. Deuteronomy 32 and 17, they sacrificed unto devils, not to God. To gods whom they knew not, to new gods that came newly up, whom your fathers feared not. About every few years is a new trend that runs through the church, the denominational church, the denominational world. About every few years, there's a new fad that goes through the church world. See my air quotes up here. 
It's moving through the church world, amen, because it is trying to get people, the people of God, to follow after new gods. Well, what we're doing is not working. What we're doing is not, it's not producing. It's not, the numbers are not as good as they should be. He, and, and this was not about numbers. This was about driving out the spirits of that land. They sacrificed unto devils, not to God, to gods whom they knew not, to new gods that came newly up, whom your fathers Fear not of the rock that begot thee, thou art not thou thou art unmindful, and hast forgotten God that formed thee. And when the Lord saw it, he abhorred it because of the provoking of his sons and of his daughters, and he said, I will hide my face from them. I will see what their end shall be. And for they are a fro very froward generation, children in whom is no faith. If we hold on to any precept in the precept in the scripture, we've got to hold on to true faith. Because true faith will take you into the truth. It will not take you into false doctrine. True faith is going to take you into faith releases revelation. Unbelief causes blindness. And so we cannot ever forget what our purpose is. Our purpose is is to remain distinct and separated. We are not ashamed of who we are, and we do not apologize for who we are. We do not apologize for our convictions and our separation. We are not trying to blend in. We're not trying to intermingle. We're not trying to intermarry. We are not trying to surrender the covenant that we are under with the Lord God Almighty. The people of God are powerful, and God is anointing the church in this hour to move us through the land so that we can get rid of the idolatry and all the paganism, not waiting on the next headline. I've said this before, but we are not going to let the devils of this world set the tone. The church is meant to set the tone. We are the people of God. We are anointed to do the will of God. And we are anointed to discredit everything that the devil has built. He is a liar. The truth of God must prevail. The power of God must prevail. The church of the living God must prevail. If you believe that, would you clap your hands unto the Lord and give him praise. Psalms 106 and 34, they did not destroy the nations concerning whom the Lord commanded. It's amazing how a church of people, the church at large, can become satisfied in living in nostalgia. This is what once happened. This is the revival we once had. This is what went on in yesteryear. And now we have grown up and we've matured and we are more sophisticated than that now. We don't have to pray like we once prayed. We don't have to fast like we once fasted, but that's a lie. We have to be careful that in this hour that we don't become so comfortable and so callous to, to the things of this world that we begin to mingle. The Bible said they did not destroy the nations concerning whom the Lord commanded them, but were mingled among the heathen. We are not trying to blend in with the crowd. They learned their works and they served their idols which were a snare unto them. What you don't destroy today will become a snare to you tomorrow. This is serious about what the Lord is doing. If the Lord reached down to where you were and brought you out, 
he is not trying to he's not trying to make it easy for you to live in both worlds at the same time he's saying you need to come over here because this is a place of safety I have separated you from that because there's devils that belong to that that's idolatry and that's unholy and that's unclean and that's ungodly and you can't go back to that I have called you to myself why would somebody believe what I was preaching here tonight? Verse 37, and they sacrificed their sons and their daughters, the devils. Now, I don't know what that meant to them. I, I, I believe it was a literal sacrifice, like they literally threw their babies into the fire. Like they literally... You know, sacrifice them on some pagan altar. I don't know how you come to that point. But it's not too indifferent from the world that we're living in today. I'm not here to stir up anything. It was a tragedy what happened in Texas if it really happened. It's a tragedy what happened. But I want to hear some people in the world get stirred up about killing babies in the womb in the ninth month of gestation. It's hypocrisy because that's what devils do is they lie with forked tongues. The church has got to understand we're not dealing with nice people that do bad things every once in a while. We are dealing with a land that is full of devils and full of anarchy and full of perversion and full of godlessness. And the church has got to tear down some altars of Baal and we've got to tear down everything that the enemy has built and we've got to discredit everything that the devil is doing in our world. Somebody ought to praise the Lord right now. Come on, praise him. Come on, praise him. I wish you'd praise him. The ministry of Jesus was a ministry that disrupted everything that hell was doing. Jesus walked into the communities. Devils cried out of people. Why have you come to torment us before our time? I'm going to tell you something. The day the devils become comfortable around us, we got a problem. The day that devils don't become nervous around the apostolic church, we've got a problem. Devils ought to be nervous when we walk into a community. We're going to Jeff soon. We're going back there. But we're not going in laissez-faire with our hands in our pocket. We are going to discredit everything that the devil has built over the last several decades. We're not going in there to have church. We're going in there to be the church. Oh, come on, somebody. (laughs) 
Does this sound familiar? He said, I give you power to heal the sick. I'm sending you out, Matthew 10 and Luke 10. I'm sending you out by two to heal the sick, to cleanse the lepers, to raise the dead. Listen, to cast out devils. We do not send the demon-possessed to counselors. Pills are not going to help the demon-possessed, but the church can. The Bible said when the Pharisees heard it, they said... This fellow doth not cast out devils, but by Beelzebub, the prince of devils. It amazes me when demon-possessed or demon-influenced people call godly people devils. And he said, if, Beelzebub, if by Beelzebub I cast out devils, you know, the devil can't cast out the devils. But if I cast out devils among you, then the kingdom of God is come to you. If they say anything about us in New Albany, and if they say anything about us in Louisville, if they say anything about us in Jeffersonville, they ought to say those people are coming into the community to drive out the devils that have bound people up in their drug addiction to pull down the idolatry, to pull down the false religion. There was a witch in that community for over 50 years. Come on, it's time to, to drive it out. It's time to pull out every root system. It's time to pluck out everything that the devil has planted there and discredit and bring in the anointing of God Almighty so that the blind can see, so that the deaf can hear, so that the dead can be raised to life again. Come on. It's time for some of you to get your fight back. This ain't a religious institution. This is the only institution that is divinely called from heaven above. We got angels on our side. We got the arm of the Lord on our side. We got the power of the anointing on our side. We are the church. Come on, don't clap for me. Don't clap for me. him for a moment come on praise him for a moment I'm not rewriting scripture, but I think if Leviticus and Deuteronomy were written today, it might sound a little something like this. When you go into the land, they're going to be 
confusing children about which gender they are. They're going to be telling them there's not even two genders anymore. Or three or five, but there's 20-something genders. They're, they're going to have things that you can access when you get into that land. They'll have things that you can access at the click of a button, at the move of a mouse, at, at, at a thumb's reach. You can access everything that I bore and hate through a piece of technology. If he was saying it today, it may sound a little bit like this. When you get into that land, you're going into a land where nearly 70% of all marriages fail because the devils of that land are trying to overturn the hierarchy and the system of the family, the nuclear family that I have called and built that a husband and a wife should train up a child in the way that they should go. That's what you're going to find when you get into that land. When you get into that land, they will condemn you for speaking of my very name. When you get into that land, they will try to push you in a corner and make you feel like you don't have the right to speak up because you are a follower of Christ. They'll call you a heretic. When you get into that land, they will have intentional methods to divide black against white and brown against yellow and nation against nation because they are divisive and you can't have division without having divination. It's a land of divination and sorcery. When you get into that land, they're going to have all kind of systems in place to shut you out, to turn off your influence, to push you on the sideline so that you feel like that you can't do anything. But when you get into that land, I am going to have the last say-so. It's going to be a battle, but I am going to bring the walls down. I am going to pluck out everything that the enemy has built. I will send the hornets before you to drive them out of the land. Listen, he said, I won't do it all at one time, but I'll do it little by little. So you're going to have to stay in the fight because if I drive them out all at once, uh, the beast of the field will come and devour your children. Uh, they're going to be brainwashing your children, uh, and they are going to tell you that satanic worship is okay. Uh, they're going to be building houses uh, that will be accepted by government institutions uh, that will promote witchcraft uh, and all forms of sorcery but I'm going to have the last say uh, because I'm going to put my name there and my name shall be glorified uh, from that place oh I wish I had somebody believe me here tonight I'm making an announcement to the spirit world. You try to keep us out, but we're coming. You try to push us away, but we're coming. You try to discourage us, but we're coming. You try to rob us of our faith, but we're coming to discredit everything the devil has built. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. I don't have to preach anymore. There's a move for the Holy Ghost in this place. Come on, quip you like men. 
get ready for battle. It's time to get back to the altar. It's time to take new territory. It's time to try to drive the streets of every community and plead the blood and declare the name of Jesus. Oh God, right now we're praying for a revelation upon our land. We're praying for a healing upon our land tonight. Yeah. 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 Oh, Satalalabosaya, yeah. Oh, I wish I had some warriors in this place tonight. Uh, devil, you said we'd never come to the West End, uh, but we're there and we're driving out every devil. You said we wouldn't make it over the Cane Run area, but we're there and we're driving out every devil. We're going to discredit uh, the evil that the devil has built uh, in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Come on, I need somebody to get their fight back. I need somebody to get the burden of the Lord back on you. I need somebody to get a hold of your passion. In the name of Jesus, oh Lord God, I pray that you would go before us. We pray that angels would be dispatched to drive out every force of the enemy. We bind every form of witchcraft, everything that is demonic. We come against it in the name of Jesus. Yeah, I need some young people to help me pray. I need some young ladies to help me pray right now. Come on, we're coming after every backslider. We're coming after every sinner that will listen to us long enough. We're going to baptize them and God's going to fill them with the Holy Ghost. Yeah, I know everybody's not going to join in, but if I could get some prayer warriors to lock in right now, if I could get some mighty men of valor and some daughters of Zion to cry out when Zion travailed, children were born of her in the name of Jesus, oh God, I bind the spirits of hell that bind up the minds of every backslider that have blinded the minds of them that believe not. I bind every devil in Jeffersonville and the surrounding communities. We bind every principality, every spiritual wickedness in high places. We bind it in the name of Jesus. Oh, yeah, come on, come on, come on. God can refill somebody with the Holy Ghost right now. Oh, God can fill somebody with the Holy Ghost. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. God, we're coming after every altar of Baal. We're coming against every false god. 
every form of false doctrine we bind it in Jesus name we come after it come on you're under the anointing now you're under the anointing let the spirit pray through you let that river flow out of you. Out of your belly shall flow rivers. Let life begin to flow. Let the anointing begin to flow. Let the oil begin to flow from you. In Jesus' name. Oh, hallelujah. There's a Holy Ghost revival. There's a harvest that's coming. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, hallelujah, hallelujah. Don't get distracted. Ah, don't get distracted. Oh, Father, we need you right now. We don't need less church. We need more church. We don't need less prayer. We need more prayer. In the name of Jesus, oh God, we're busy, but I want you to make us effective. I pray that you would sharpen the sword of the church. Oh, get us in alignment with you, Lord Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Come on, I want you to forget that it's Thursday night. And I want you to be rambunctious. I want you to do something. Oh, hallelujah. That'll make the devil mad. I want you to let him know we're not going to lay down. And, we, and let you run over us. Uh, we're coming after you. We're not playing the defensive. We're on the offense. Uh, we're not letting you push on us. We're coming after you. In the name of Jesus, oh God. And you're going to turn loose. You're going to turn loose of everything that God has promised. Oh, Come on, it's all over the building. It's all over the building. It ain't time to sip coffee. It's time to get on the battlefield. It's time to do battle in the spirit realm in the name of Jesus. Devil, you've had Jeffersonville bound up long enough. You pushed us out of there during COVID, but you didn't shut us down because we're coming after you. Oh, if you could see what's happening in the spirit world right now, you wouldn't stop. You wouldn't let up. If you could understand how powerfully anointed you are right now, you wouldn't let up. Oh, Jesus, come on. That's it. Come on. I feel another wave right now. Oh, my God. 
God needs a unified church going into a community in the name of Jesus. Oh God, there's going to be victory. There shall be victory. There shall be revival. God, right now, I, find, I pray that you'd find somebody to stand in the gap and make up the hedge. Oh, that you begin to prepare the hearts of sinners. Let them be receptive. Let them be open. Let them be hungry for the things of God. Let the seed of the word of God fall on good ground. In Jesus' name, oh God, let the power of the Holy Spirit move. Jesus. Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, the timing is right. You've been called to the kingdom for such a time as this. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh God, oh God, oh God, I worship you. I want you to pray prophetically right now. Open your mouth and speak those things that are not as though they were. I want you to speak them in faith. In Jesus' name, it's going to happen. Come on, open your mouth. That's it. Hallelujah. Oh, God, I pray that you'd send confusion into the enemy's camp. I pray, oh, Lord God, that you begin to shut down every form of witchcraft. We bind the spirit of Jezebel. We bind that old Saul spirit, that compromising spirit. We bind it in the name of Jesus. God, I pray that you raise up warriors to join that Jeff team. Oh, God. People that are going there, binding and loosing and driving things out that are evil. Oh, hallelujah. Drive out the doctrine of devils. Jesus, come on, I want you to pray in faith. 
I want you to pray like you know that it's already done. Jesus, 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 oh God. Let the Lord use you. Jesus, Jesus, saturate that ground, Lord, with the holy anointing oil. Jesus, in your name, God. 